welcome to Getting to Good Enough, a podcast to help you let go of perfectionism so you can do more of what you love. I'm Shannon Wilkinson, a life coach in Portland, Oregon. I'm a recovering perfectionist who's getting better at good enough. And I'm Janine Adams, a certified professional organizer in St. Louis, Missouri, and I'm lucky enough to be naturally good at good enough. And today we're talking about superpowers and kryptonite. Hey Janine. Hey Shannon, how you doing? I'm great, how are you? I'm good too. We're having warm December weather here in St. Louis, which is very different from the cold December weather we had yesterday yes. so, or two days ago. So it's nice. I'm not freezing oh, for once. That's good. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. We have, Our sky is very dark right now. I don't yeah. know what's going on out there. ruh Yeah. Maybe the um, thunder will be on your end this time. <laughs> it's so rare here. I sort of doubt it. Yeah. Um, but we had such a downpour yesterday that our um, rain garden almost overflowed. Oh, wow. You know, it's like a foot deep to hold water so then it can, like, percolate into the ground uh-huh. instead of going into the sewers. Yeah. And um, it was it was to the top and overflowing. Wow. Yeah, we had a lot of flooding of small creeks that's, and stuff. That's a lot of rain. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But everything seems better today. Good. Um, anyway, we are here today to talk about superpowers and kryptonite. So exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you so excited about it? Because I don't fully understand what that means, and I can't wait to find out. And I, think <laughs> I think it's very exciting to have kryptonite is one of, in our, one of our episode titles. <laughs> well, what I'm talking about here is um, the idea that the things that you struggle with can also be superpowers and that your superpowers gone too far can also be your kryptonite can be something that becomes problematic. That's so interesting. So like your personality trait is on a, a continuum. Right. Bad to exactly. good or vice versa. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And so, you know, like with perfectionism, when you are you know, too far in one direction, it's um, paralyzing, you know, it's, it makes it difficult to get started, it makes it difficult to, um, to finish things. And, but if you, you know, use your powers for good, then (laughs) that makes you, you know, seek out excellence, it makes you look for um, strengths it it uh, helps you um, you know like it makes you good at t- finding typos but it's <laughs> but it's like when you t- when your superpower gets too much then it becomes a problem right yeah and I guess conversely if your um, superpower is letting things be good enough mm-hmm. um, that's great because in my opinion because life is easier Um, and you get more done. But if that means good enough, if your standards of good enough perhaps are too low or you let it go too far, you might be having, um, being productive but not being very 
good. <laughs> you know, they right. make a very good output. Yeah. Or, um, you know, that or making mistakes Sakes. that you have to go back and redo or something like that. So, right. Yeah. 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 So, you know, the the thing that I think is interesting about this is looking at the things that you feel are issues or problematic for you that feel like they might be, you know, kryptonite or weaknesses, uh, challenges and see what strengths you can find in there. You know, what it what what do you have to be good at to um, have whatever challenge you have? Does that make sense? Wow. Um, it's scrambling my brain only a little. Uh, yeah. But it's, it's cool. I mean, it's a in- really interesting way to look at something. So I'd love, and I hate to put you on the spot, can you, can you pull out an example of a strength hidden within a challenge? So... Um, I just realized it sounded like I was like that was a preset setup or something. I know, <laughs> you know and the it, way I said it. <laughs> I know it wasn't. It, it made wasn't. me think like, why didn't I come up with an example <laughs> before this? <laughs> um, well, so like I'm really good at brainstorming. Like I can come up with a gazillion ideas, mm-hmm. um, which is. Oh, wait, we're doing it the opposite direction. Go wherever you want. Well, so let me do this. But so so I can come up with a whole bunch of ideas, but then um, it's hard for me to pick between them. Oh. Okay, so your superpower is that you can come up with so many ideas, but if further along the continuum, there are so many ideas that it's almost too many to be helpful because you have trouble picking? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, but to go the opposite direction, which is probably a little bit m- more difficult to um, imagine, like, so a challenge would be um, uh, let's see, what are some common challenges? Um, procrastination. Mm hmm. Um, so a lot of people procrastinate by, um, playing a game on their phone. Mm -hmm. So that, that what feels like a weakness, like putting something off to play a game on your phone, when you look at what do you have to be good to, um, be successful at that challenge is you have to be discerning and you want um, uh, gratification and you want boundaries because usually people choose to play games because it's enough of a challenge that it's interesting but it's not so much of a challenge that they can't achieve it Mm -hmm. and so um, you are good at recognizing that and and when you're in overwhelm you come you sort of bring yourself to something that you feel like you can achieve wow nicely done right and so so then what that means is you can take that information 
and see how you can transform it or you know transfer it to the um, thing that you really want to be doing so you know how can you put boundaries around what needs to be done so it feels like enough of a challenge that it's interesting but not so much that you can't do it and and therefore you're able to take action on this thing you're procrastinating on right and you know somehow give yourself a point you know how do you get xp how do you get um points how do you you know move up the ladder like Uh how do you reward yourself for accomplishing something oh oh that's cool so i think i just heard you say in that example that one that in looking for what draws you to the video games and makes you or not video but phone whatever makes you good at them you're identifying things in yourself but you're also finding things that in this example the game does for you or that you respond to within the game that you could then turn on its head and use in the things that are more beneficial right so what feels like a weakness is actually a strength wow that's some that's some life coach stuff man (laughs) (laughs) spin your head around a little bit Uh absolutely oh very interesting and so um would you like to talk about what made you think of this topic yeah, so I did something called Clifton Strengths, which is um, I think it used to be called Strengths Finder, Strengths Finder, and um, uh, it you take a assessment test. I think it takes like twenty or thirty minutes, and then you get a report. And the thing that's interesting about this, they they give you. They focus on your top five, and then a little bit less focus on your next five, and then then there's the remainder of the 34 strengths that they've identified. And what's interesting, with those top 10, they um, tell you how you can maximize those strengths and what to watch out for with those strengths, like how each strength can be a problem for you or a challenge. Um, it's pretty fascinating. It sounds fascinating. We'll put a link to it in, in the show notes. It's something that you pay for, an assessment that you pay for, but I am keen to take the test as part of my uh, end of the year goal setting and so forth. It yeah. Sounds, it sounds really interesting. Well, and the one that really sort of struck me was my number seven strength in terms of this podcast, my number seven strength, which is maximizer, um, uh, which is um, you focus on strengths as a way to stimulate personal and group excellence. You seek to transform something strong into something superb. But the potential blind spots are your desire to exhaust all possible outcomes can frustrate those who want to come to a suitable conclusion and move forward. Sometimes you'll need to accept that, quote, good enough, unquote, is adequate and appropriate. Uh, You might be disappointed when a project or initiative falls short of your definition of excellence. Try not to get discouraged when you have to work on or sign off on something that is acceptable but not ideal in your eyes. So, excellent. 
there you have it, folks. That's <laughs> that's the perfectionist uh, strength. Um, yeah, strength and weakness. I mean, right. all I mean, all explained nicely. Yeah, um, yeah, that's so interesting. Right, and so you know, and it and and the other strengths that you have near this factor into how these things show up. So I also have um, strengths that are about um, turning ideas into actions very quickly and about um, being strategic and empathy and, and, you know, communication and stuff. So it, it was, I mean, I guess it's not surprising, but I don't know. It's sort of like, if you ever had a horoscope and it and you're like how did that turn out to be so much like me mm-hmm. <laughs> like how does this make so much sense and i'm reading this and it's like this is like basically my job description as a life coach right <laughs> <laughs> me i would if i were you i would have felt very validated that i had found the right work yeah i yeah. did definitely yeah. yeah that's excellent and it reminds me a little of the um the way I felt about the Enneagram, which is another personality profile thing, um, which a, a, a year ago I was reading more about. In fact, on my goals for 2020 was to learn more about it, and I, I didn't do anything. But um, oh. <laughs> I remember when I found my thing that I was a, gosh, I can't even tell you what I am, a three, I believe. Um, it read just like me. I mean, I yeah. felt like, yeah, this is it. This is I resonated with everything about it. And in fact, I couldn't even... It also offers like the dark side of it, and the dark side sounded good to me. <laughs> that's how that's what a believer I am in my personality type. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, um, so this stuff is very interesting to me, without a doubt. Yeah, and I think the other benefit of it is is allowing the idea that you know, how you are isn't good or bad. You're just on a continuum or on a spectrum. And being able to shift the needle a little bit one way or the other way may be all you need to do to um, feel better, to take action with more ease, you know, whatever, wherever you're feeling stuck. Yeah, it's just like a mind shift mindset shift even very small one that can make a big difference right and how you feel about yourself and how you get stuff done yeah and i think it's a really excellent exercise to sit down and take a little bit of time to consider the things that you struggle with the most the things that you feel are most challenging or the things that you like the least about you know how you are in the world whatever it is and consider what you need to be good at to do those things. And then consider how you can turn those in superpowers, how you can um, use those in other areas of your life so that they feel beneficial. Yeah, that sounds like an amazing thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds to me a little bit like it will require a good deal of thought to come up with the the strengths behind the weaknesses. Yeah, but um, or a good brainstorming partner. 
Well, exactly. Our <laughs> great life coach, no problem. Uh, I know it's funny. Like I hadn't really sort of thought about this as a concept, but um, it's super valuable. And then, you know, you don't have to feel bad about it. Like, because you have to be good at something. You, you, you know, like we were just talking about procrastination. Like there's something you're good at to be good at procrastination. It's just figuring that out and then using it to your benefit. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You know, there's mm-hmm. there's something you have to be good at to um, be perfectionistic. What is that and how can you use it to your benefit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Um, and then recognizing that the the things that you are good at you know your natural strengths or the strengths that you have strengthened mm-hmm. <laughs> over time um that you know they can have if taken too far they can have negative effects too and so knowing when to um modulate those strengths to be most beneficial for you and the and the people that you're working with or in relationship with mm-hmm. or, you know, the world in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I feel like my mind is um, being opened up to some possibilities, which is really cool. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's great. So do you have any questions about this, Janine? Like, is it, does it make sense? It does make sense. I just, I want, when I'm in an, uh, I have the chance to do some introspection, I want to try to um, see what I, strength I can find in weaknesses. Although, to be honest, I don't like to, to focus on my weaknesses. <laughs> well, and that's one of the, um, that's sort of the theory behind the strengths finder is mm-hmm. that you don't focus on your weaknesses. It's not about trying to improve your weaknesses. It's about um, strengthening what, um, you're already uh, do best what you naturally do best without strengthening um, them too much right right okay so you yeah. know or having an awareness of what you know how they can go too far um, and but I also think it's it's useful if there's something that is really troubling you to turn it around so that it doesn't feel bad and I just think Part of it is there isn't a lot about yourself that troubles you in that way. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm old, so I've had a <laughs> I've had a lot of time to work it out. <laughs> and you've been my life coach for 15 years, or however long it's been. So I mean, I mean, I'm lucky. Oh my gosh, almost almost 20. 18 years. Oh my gosh, yeah. Yeah, so um, I, I I'm fortunate to have my head screwed screwed on pretty straight. Yeah, but you can see. I mean, I, you mm-hmm. can imagine with a, with clients that you worked with yeah. or you know people that you know that there are things that they still struggle with, and that idea of like finding something beneficial mm-hmm. within that is useful. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm really excited to take this assessment as, um, this week and read about my strengths and the kryptonite side of them excellent yes all right well we want to hear from you our you, listeners can i interrupt you yes do we have something we want to talk about oh 
Oh my gosh, thank you. I almost forgot. <laughs> um, some of you maybe have followed us to, to remember some time ago when we did a four-week course called Declutter Happy Hour. Well, we're bringing it back and we're doing it under the auspices of Flypaper, which is um, who sponsored my workshop that I did uh, back in December on um, the New Year Reset. And it, I think, will be very fun. We had a good time when we did it before, and it is basically four um, weekly sessions where we give you tips on you know different aspects of organizing and decluttering and we um, help you work through some typical mindset issues and then you actually take time to do it while we hang out on zoom waiting for you to come and ask us questions or whatever yeah, right? yeah. and just or listen to us chit chat <laughs> um what what whatever helps you and a lot of people have found that just having that connection makes it easier for them to work on difficult decluttering projects yeah so after whatever the amount of time is half an hour or something people come back to the zoom and we talk about how things went and so forth so it's like yeah. this time where you are so focused on what you're doing because that's what you're doing during that time um, yeah yeah and we had fun i feel like this is declutter happy hour 2.0 because back in 2008 it, it was over the phone of course right and um yeah we, we had were, like a dial-in conference line right we were 12 years less expert yes <laughs> than we are now <laughs> <laughs> so i think maybe it's maybe it's declutter happy hour 5.0 um, right. so i think it will be a lot of fun and i hope really helpful yeah, I think it would be great. But we'll have details about that um, coming up soon. So stay tuned. Uh, it'll be coming at the beginning of 2021. Yay. Yeah. So now we want to hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'd love to know what your superpowers are, what your kryptonite is. Uh, you can let us know on uh, Facebook or Instagram at getting to good enough on Twitter. We are at GTG enough. You can leave a message at 413-424-GTGE. That's 4843. Or you can head over to getting to good enough.com and leave a message in the show notes, leave a comment there. Um, and while you're there, you can sign up to get on our email which delivers the show notes to your inbox every week and will be the um, a very early way to find out the details on Declutter Happy Hour. So we encourage you to do that. But for now, this is Shannon Wilkinson in Portland, Oregon. And Janine Adams in St. Louis, Missouri. And we hope that good enough is getting easier for you.
since it'll be happy hour, maybe we should create a declutter happy hour cocktail. cocktail signature cocktail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can get try to get Barry working on that if you'd like. Oh, that's a great idea. 